This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's match day as Arsenal take on Newcastle at the Emirates Stadium in a Saturday night kickoff under the lights. We've got the latest team news regarding the likes of Thomas Partey and Jurian Timber. US tour is announced for the summer. And not only that, but we've got more to discuss as well. This is the Arsenal News Show. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every single morning at 8am UK time. Thank you so much as always for making this part of your morning routines. It is very much appreciated. I hope you had a fantastic week. Uh, it is the weekend which means there's football to talk about, there's things to discuss and uh, I'm very excited to do that with you. Please do drop a like on the video and subscribe if you're new. I am very pleased to say that the call to action worked it happened we arrived and we saved the 1k like everyday challenge you guys turned up you went to yesterday or the day before yesterday's show the reaction to the porto result and you dropped a like on the video and we got to the 1k like threshold which i'm very very happy about of course because i understand i empathize i know that after a result some of you just like oh, i can't listen to this guy talk about arsenal we just lost the game i don't want to listen to this idiot speak about football so i get it but thank you to those that caught up thank you to those that hopped over and thank you to those that helped us to continue this challenge and we aim to do that today of course as well so please if you haven't done so already help us to get to that 1k like threshold as uh, we push on because we need all the help that we can get today right let's jump into today's stories first of all previewing the game against newcastle we didn't have a specific arsenal preview show for the newcastle game because we actually previewed the newcastle game during the live show which i uploaded if you want to go and listen to that you now can uh it is only the audio version i did actually film the whole thing and then when i got back it was 140 gigabytes worth of file and yeah, the laptop that I use was just taking so long to sort out the video. I was like, I'm never going to get this out. I'm never going to get this edited in time. Um, so I was like, right, 
I'd rather you had a show to watch before the Newcastle game. So we've got audio only. So apologies for that. But at least there is that to listen back to for those that weren't there. And I suppose, you know, there is part of it that makes me think, well, the people that, that were able to go, that bought the tickets, got to witness it. And those that sadly aren't able for whatever reason, you know, you've still got the audio uh, to listen back to and to catch up on the things that we uh, that we did. So, uh, yes, thank you for those that, that tuned in and have caught up and given us your feedback on that. I will be looking to do another one of these. I think I want to do them every year. It'd be great. More than once a year. I don't know about that, but uh, the venue absolutely loved having us. And I love being at this specific venue as well. It's certainly one that I think we'll probably use again in the future. Now into today's stories. And Mika Bireth and Sturmgratz will face Lille in the Europa Conference League. They were drawn against the French side in the round of 16, which will prove a significant challenge. And so I look forward to seeing how on earth uh, Mika Bireth and Sturmgratz plan on trying to get past Probably one of the favourites for the competition in Lille. Not only that, but Omar Rekic's servette will face Victoria Pilsen. Now, the problem with Omar Rekic at the moment is that because of an error during the transfer on the servette side of things, they have not been able to register Rekic. So at the moment, he's not playing. Now, I think he can play European games, um, but he can't play domestic games unless they sort it out somehow. But it does seem like a bit of a disaster when it comes to that loan move. And I'd be curious to know what the club thinks about that because he's obviously had a little bit of a, a troubled loan period. He didn't really play at Sparta Rotterdam. He came back to England, started playing for Wigan for a bit. He actually posted that he was in Manchester a couple of days ago on his Instagram page. So I don't know what on earth is going on Omar Rekic, but I do feel for the guy. I really, really do. Uh, moving forwards, and Arsenal have announced their tour of the United States, which is, again, uh, for the, th- I think it's the third summer in a row. Uh, a statement on the Arsenal red site, a red site, website reads, I was going to say red site weebs, uh, but it says, uh, we're heading to the USA again this summer where we'll face Manchester United and Liverpool as part of our preparations for the 24-25 season playing Man United at the SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles on July 27th. This will be the second time that we'll have faced each other on American soil with the same fixture last July selling out the 80,000 capacity MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. So this time going from New Jersey to California. And in another high-profile game, we'll travel to Philadelphia where we'll play Liverpool at the Lincoln Financial Field on July 31st. This will be the first time we'll have played each other in the US. Am I right in saying that Philadelphia is where... The Liberty Bell is. Is that right? I feel like I'm going back through my national treasure knowledge, but I, th- I feel like it is. I might be wrong, um, but I think that it is. Anyway, our sporting director, Edu, said our plans for preseason are taking great shape. Playing against two strong teams in great stadiums in front of so many of our supporters will provide Mikel and the squad with a strong test and great experience ahead of the new season. We know how great SoFi Stadium is after our sold-out match there last year. The facilities are incredible and we're excited to return. We look forward to making another announcement about our trip soon. So whether or not that's another game in America or whether that's just kind of a media events, we don't know, but we'll have to wait and see. Arteta said that it's great to be visiting the US again this summer. Our matches against Manchester United and Liverpool will be great preparation ahead of the new season. Our tour last year was a real success and it's always an amazing experience to play in front of our passionate supporters in the US. We're looking forward to returning and seeing everyone again and i suppose this of course it's it's a really positive thing for fans that are living out in the states of course um and i think that when it comes to the the, the pre-season thing i, I do want to see some variation of course i do feel for the supporters in places around the world where arsenal have not been asia we haven't traveled to in a long time 
Australia, I can't remember the last time Arsenal went out there. Africa, I can't remember the last time Arsenal went out there. You know, there are places that I think Arsenal still do need to visit and to help the global fan base. I understand the American links, considering our owners, I really do. And I think this is going to be a great trip and a massive success. But I would like to see some variation in the Arsenal tours in future and hope that we do start to allow um, uh, other fans in other countries and other regions of the world the opportunity to see the club that they rarely ever get to see because of the, the travel commitments that it takes. But fingers crossed that happens. But focusing in on this decision, it's still going to be a great success, this tour. And I know the American fans personally and i know them all the ones i have met at least to be absolutely arsenal mad and uh incredibly supportive as well uh moving forwards to some of our other news Mikel arteta conducted his press conference yesterday this is our headline piece of news of the day he talked about a number of topics including the latest injuries which we'll talk about in a second he was asked about how the squad have reacted to the latest porto defeat and he said what i see is a team that can't wait to play at porto at home now with the result that we've had, a created a fantastic Champions League night of football in front of our people and under the lights where we need to beat them to go through. That task is very clear. He was asking about bouncing back and he said, that's it. Porto is gone. We discussed it and we know the things that we did very well and the things that we have to improve. It tells you again about the small margins in the Champions League because we have one of the biggest chances in the 91st minute with Gabby Magalhaes scoring that potential header. And if we scores, we are 1-0 up and it's fantastic. A mature, disciplined performance in the Champions League. However, you lose it in the last second and it's something else. That's clear. But we cannot lose sight of where we are, what we are doing and the importance of the match tomorrow and the full energy and the focus is there. And I think this is true. You know, the Gabriel Magalhaes header, it's a massive chance. And he should score, actually. I don't think enough has actually been. I don't even think we discussed it on the live event, to be fair, that chance of Gabriel. If he scores it, we win 1-0. Amazing performance, disciplined, perfect result. It goes the other side of the coin, and that's the situation that you find yourselves in. I feel like David Ray has been getting an undue amount of criticism for that goal, personally. We did discuss it. We had a little bit of a back and forth. Uh, we had half the panel, me, Laura, and James. I think we stood on the side of, of Raya and Harry and Tim Stillman were very much on the side that maybe he, should, he could have done better. I think it was a really good debate, and we got some fan engagement as well from those in inside the uh the venue as well for that. And uh, yeah, if you haven't listened back to that discussion about the Porto game, then I, I recommend you do because it was a really good conversation. Uh, moving forwards, though, uh, on wanting a similar action when we lost to Lons, but beat Man City three days later. And uh, Arteta said, this is the reaction that we need. We want to create an atmosphere in the stadium from the beginning. And I ask everybody to go down there tomorrow night full of energy because the team is going to need it. We're in a really good moment in the Premier League and we want to continue to be there and tomorrow's game is vital. Arsenal have released a pre-match kind of boost, if you like, and we are going to need a really, really tough atmosphere this evening. We need revenge. We need to get back against Newcastle, what we ultimately did. And he was asked whether there was unfinished business against Newcastle, to which he said, with every club, there is always a history. There is always what happened before, what is going to happen next. We know the importance of the game. We just focus on what we have to do. And uh, it's nice to be back at the Emirates after playing three games away from home. And he says, yeah, it feels like a long time since that Liverpool game. It's been a while, but we love playing at home. And tomorrow is a fantastic game. This is a chance, of course, for Arsenal to win six league games in a row. And that is certainly going to be the hope on the day. Moving into potential team news, though, he was asked about the latest team news. And he says about Thomas Partey, let's see. We have another session today. And obviously, he's been out many, many months now. And we need to really nail uh, the timing and when he has enough in the tank to compete. But I think he's very close. So we may or may not see Partey in the squad. He was asked about the other injured players. And he says the same for Gabby Jesus as well. He's done a few things. Alex Zinchenko is not far at all. And Tommy Asser is still a little bit more. The Tommy Asu one is a little bit of a worry. It's been several weeks now 
since that end of the, the Asia Cup. Whatever knock he picked up, I personally, and this is not in inside knowledge or anything like that, from my personal perspective, I don't think he was fully recovered when he was playing games for Japan. I just cannot see a world in which he played for them fully fit, that he's come back having played a full, you know, from the start in their last game, and all of a sudden he's he's out injured again. I think Arsenal are just more cautious than what Japan were because Japan need him. They needed him to play. So it makes sense that he was in the team because if you're not going to use him, what's the point of him being, being there? Like Thomas Partey with Ghana, of course. So I think personally that, yeah, Tommy Asu was probably playing with a, a bit of an injury and it's probably exacerbated that issue. He was also asked about Urian Timber. And this is kind of the main point of the day as well, because he provided what was, in my view, a really encouraging answer on Timber, who, of course, has been out since that first Premier League game of the season. He says uh, he was asked about whether he'll be back before the end. And he says, I really hope so. He's doing really well. He's been around some players on the pitch and we are going to start doing some bits with us next week or so. Uh, and then we need to see how that evolves, his confidence levels, his fitness levels, and hopefully then the answer is yes. So he is going to be back and with some of the players doing some of the activities potentially next week. Brilliant, brilliant news for Yuri and Timber. And, uh, and I always said, and I'd said for some time that I thought March, March I thought was, was going to be it. All the people that were saying February, January, I always said how I thought that was incredibly optimistic and a little bit ahead of the, uh, not so ahead of the curb, completely opposite of that, in fact. But uh, I've said for some time that I thought March would be it. And certainly that's the feeling that I've been getting that it was going to be March. And it seems that March could be, could be the magic month that we finally see Jury and Timber returning to the action. Fantastic news. Right, let's go to part two and your questions then right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, part two. Um, please do, because I keep forgetting to remind you in, in the second half, which means that we're always struggling a little bit. Let's get those likes up to a thousand, please, if we haven't done so already. Uh, for those listening on Catch Up, for those listening on audio platforms, thank you for your support. But hop over to YouTube and make sure that you help the cause and get the show to 1K every single day. Right, shall we jump into the chat then? I think we should. Oh, I'm going to scroll back a little bit to some questions. Oh, we got some really deep questions this morning. Issa says, Tom, do you believe in aliens? I mean, it depends what you mean. Little green men, somewhere in the in the universe, maybe. It seems like the odds are far, far too small that we'd be alone. But 
that's a little deep for a, a Saturday morning question. And uh, Sophie's in the chat. So fantastic to see Sophie and says, well done, Tom. You do know where the Liberty Bell is, but you don't know who Pearl Jam are. No, I don't. I don't know who Pearl Jam are. I'm sorry. I can only apologize. But they're playing at the Spurs Stadium, so maybe there's a reason why I shouldn't know who they are. Uh, and Sophie also says, I love that Arsenal are coming my way to the US again, but I feel for the fans in other continents. And I think that's a really balanced and grounded way of looking at it. I think it's great that they're going to the US again and the fans over there are going to experience that for a third time in a row. But yeah, it is a shame that, that fans elsewhere in the world aren't necessarily seeing Arsenal come their way but you've got this 80,000 seat SoFi Stadium that's owned by the people that own our club you know what's going on you know they need to, to to pay that back and having events like the Super Bowl and having events like Arsenal Man United there is obviously going to do a lot to try and 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 pay that back um Aaron says TC in regards to atmosphere they're putting stuff on the seats around the stadium interesting I look forward to seeing um what the uh, the events are tonight. I'm going to be there at the Emirates Stadium. Looking forward to it. I can't wait. It's going to be a really fantastic game, and I really hope that we come out flying and batter Newcastle because we really could do with a big win to just lift the mood once again after Wednesday's disappointment. Um, let's go to uh, Guno Pino. Says morning, guys. Hashtag one K every day. Indeed, uh, Damien says I can't see him. Being in the squad until April, I assume that's uh, Yuri and Timber, of course. Uh, Dickens says, I think the Premier League did something commendable, the timing of the game to allow Arsenal some recovery time for the UEFA games. I don't think they did, Dickens. I think if they actually did care as much as they should do, they should have put it on Sunday. And that's not for us, by the way. They shouldn't have put it on Saturday evening because Newcastle fans travelling all the way down from the northeast, which is a long travel, it's impossible to get back. I don't think there are any trains running back to Newcastle after this game. So every Newcastle fan would have had to buy accommodation tonight. Um, and yeah, it's it's for me, it's not commendable at all. Um, it should have been a Sunday game. It should have been moved to Sunday. It should have been a two o'clock Sunday kickoff to help the away fans, not only to give Arsenal maybe more recovery, of course, which they could have done because Arsenal don't play again until Monday, a week on Monday. So it's a long time till we play again, which is another 8pm away game at Sheffield, which is also going to be really difficult for Arsenal fans to get to and back from. Few decisions are made with the benefit of fans, and uh, this certainly is not one of the ones that has been made with the fans in mind once again. Uh, Andrew says, Mark Bosnich and Peter Schmeichel also thought Raya should have done better with the goal. They both said that he shouldn't be beaten from that far out, given the height of the ball. I, I think it's harsh. I just do. I think it's a brilliant strike. I think that if Ramsdale is in goal, I think, you know, I think I saw people saying like the Abamyang goal in the Community Shield where Allison is beaten. It's a very similar strike to that. And no one was talking about that. No one was talking about it at all. And the thing is, if Arsenal scored that goal in the last minute, I think I saw someone tweeting this. I can't remember, so I can't give them credit. I'm sorry. But I saw someone tweet saying, if Saka pings one in like that in the final moments, no one is saying the keeper should do better. Absolutely no one is saying the keeper should do better whatsoever. So I just can't get on board with this. I think goalkeeping pundits want to have something to say when it comes to that. I mean, you ask a goalkeeper their thoughts, they're always going to say something along the lines of, well, I think the goalkeeper could have done better. <laughs> I think it's just in that makeup to want to be critical. Um, so, yeah. Um, Arja says, Tom, do you miss sitting in general admission at the Emirates? It is, I don't like... And this is not on you, Archie, by the way. I don't like answering this question. And the reason why I don't like answering this question is because I, I feel somewhat um, 
I, I sometimes feel like I can come across a bit entitled when I ask this because there are thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of fans that wish they could be in the position where they can go to games and, and do football as a job, right? So I don't like answering the question because I feel like it can make me come across a little bit entitled when I say, yeah, yeah, I do miss sitting with the fans sometimes because the obvious response to that would be, well, stop taking for granted the access that you do have. So, but I'll be honest, yeah, I do sometimes. And I haven't been to a game as a fan in a very long time. I'm trying to think the last time I went to a game as a fan. Um, it may have been Aston Villa at home where I think Thomas Partey scored a header from a corner. Was that in was that the 20, was that the Amazon season? I think it might have been the 21-22 season. I think, I think that might have been the last game that I went to as a fan because I took the misses. I think that might be the last game I went to as a fan. Uh, obviously, I went to the majority of games last season working. I've been to all the games at home uh, this season and London away games as well, which is the, what I'm doing at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, I went, the Liverpool game was um, the... I was in the overflow section, as I talked about before. So I was sitting with fans with a laptop on my lap doing my work. And it meant that I was kind of able to get whipped up in the excitement of that game. I had to apologize to the other, because uh, on the row I was sitting, I was on the end. So I was like in the aisle seat. And I had to apologize to the journalist next to me saying, just like, just a heads up, mate. I'm probably going to be a little bit animated during this game. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, there you go. Um, uh, Sasuga says, would you do an AFTV interview post-match? I, I know because I'm I'm working post-match, so I wouldn't um, even have the opportunity to do it. Uh, Amira says, some fans used to say that Ramsdale was a baby Allison. Anyone else think that Raya is closer to an Edison type? Raya hasn't slash doesn't make the memorable saves, but he doesn't have to because of our defence. Edison is a, I think, Amira, you're underrating how good Edison is as a goalkeeper. If you need to know how good Edison is as a goalkeeper, go back and watch the 1-1 draw with Chelsea. He pulled off some unbelievable saves during that game. Um, so, yeah. I just says, completely understand your answer, mate, uh, on going to games. Uh, will you be meeting up with Elliot today? Maybe. I, I might have to text him because it's an evening game. I might see if I can get down early and, and, and say hello, seeing as he's over. So, yeah, I probably will. Do my best to try and say hello and pop into, I assume, the Tollington where he'll be in and just pop in and say hello quickly before I head off to the stadium. Um, Jojo says, according to some analysis, Porto nullified our attack by using a mid-block. What can Arteta do to counter such a tactic? As I'm sure Newcastle have studied it very closely. Long balls um, is the way. If you're going to mid-block somebody, what that usually means is there's a lot of space in behind. So Arsenal needs to be better at finding, kind of get those balls over the top. Um, and, and so for that reason, I think that, uh, yeah, we need to, we need to find those long balls in behind to be uh, a mid block as well. Uh, Sophie says, I like to leave the press box and, and have a wonder. I wish I could do that. So sometimes, but I'm doing a minute by minute commentary. Um, so I, I can't, uh, have a wonder. I'm stuck to my chair for the entirety of the game. Uh, Rowan says, um, is facing another tough Premier League team during pre-season a good or bad thing? Personally, I would much rather face other leagues' top teams. Um, I see where you're coming from. Are you giving up your secrets too easy? I think, to be honest, in this day and age, everything you do is is watched, analysed, recorded, broken down with different metrics, with AI. You know, I think that for that reason, 
yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Uh, Shlamet says, you missed my super chat. So here is one more, just because also didn't forget to drop my daily like. I'm never here because I'm a daily Spotify listener. I didn't, Shlamet. What I usually do is I go and uh, towards the end of the show as I'll have a check on the ones I've missed. But thank you for uh, the kind donation. It's very kind of you indeed. And Shlamet said, it's midnight and finally here for a live once again. Um, I'm working currently, so I'm glad that it's uh, punched the Arsenal tickets onto a Monday for my hometown in LA, California. Well, I hope you have a fantastic time if you are indeed able to get to the game. And thank you for listening and thank you for your kind support as well. Uh, so is a very unpopular opinion, but I don't dig the tolly. It's like being a sardine at times. Maybe I'm getting old. It can be very packed. Very, very packed. I know what you're feeling, but you're rarely going to find many places around the stadium that aren't like that. There are a couple, and certainly I know of a couple of places that are a little bit of a, a quieter one, but I do like to keep that to myself because <laughs> I know where you can go to get a little bit of a quieter vibe. Uh, Sasuga says, what do you think about Javi Simmons against Pedro Neto? I'd rather Javi Simmons, personally. I don't think we can get him, but I would la- I'd rather have Xavi Simmons. I think the potential, the age, the injury record, uh, all of those things combined. I think the price as well would be far less than 80 million quid. Uh, so Javi Simmons would be my pick of those two. Um, Gunnarola says the preseason team choices are a money grab and big fan base cash counts. And they are huge. There is huge financial benefits to play in these teams um, for the clubs, for the, uh, the organizers. So money does indeed make the world go round. And so that is always going to come into the discussion when it comes to those types of things, absolutely. Uh, Tom says, I hope Arteta has un- figured out how to unlock that Newcastle mid-block. It will be the same one that they played last season and the same one Porto played as well. I think it relies on balls in behind to, to kind of usurp or go over that mid-block and uh, we're going to have to do our best to try and, and beat that. Um, Mike says, Raya, okay, of course, but the difference is that Ramsdale makes that makes saves that win points. Uh, Liverpool and Spurs, etc." Um, that okay keepers don't make. I think Raya has earned us points with some of his own uh, distribution and his own strengths, uh, actually, as well. And I think that is certainly, I think about the, uh, the Palace game, you think about that throw out to Gabriel Jesus, but I think ultimately his distribution has been excellent this year. Uh, Jalali says, late to the chat, but we want to do a tour in Africa and Australia because there is no, we uh, we won't do a tour, sorry, in Africa and Australia because there is no money there. If we want to do uh, 100 million strikers, we need to do the US tours. I, I can't comment on that. I don't know how much money they'd get from doing those tours in Africa and Australia. I don't know how much it would compare to one in the United States. Uh, it's, it's impossible for me to know the answer to that, but uh, I appreciate the uh, the viewpoint. Uh, Boss says, Newcastle form isn't great at the moment. Do you think it could be another big scoreline? Maybe, but we are tired. We are a little bit, I think, coming back from that game against Porto we've only had one day of training it's and that's would have been mainly recovering a little bit of fitness a little bit of uh, ball work um but yeah it's going to be a big challenge this one big big challenge Amir says not underestimate Edison one bit I'm just pointing out the different styles Edison has always been a better uh, goalkeeper with his feet but Allison is a much better shot stopper in my opinion manager preference in the end I think Edison's got both to be honest I do slightly disagree with you Amir I think Edison can't be categorized as you know, I, I think he's probably the greatest distributor of a ball, yes, but I think he's got everything as a goalkeeper. And that's why I think he should start actually over Alisson in the goal for Brazil. But he doesn't. And and Alisson does have that preference. He's got more uh, money in the bank, I guess, in that regard. Uh, Gunnarola says not having, um, not having Joe Linton is going to be a big dent in whatever defensive block Newcastle tried to employ. Absolutely. I said that yesterday. I was on 
uh, with Andrew Musgrove at the Chronicle yesterday uh, for a morning show. I did retweet that off my personal account, uh, having a chat on the other side of things and, and jumping over to the Chronicle to have a conversation about my thoughts on the game. And I said that, yeah, he's a huge, huge loss for them. Uh, Van Duty says, is Emil a good pick for the Newcastle game? His timing and arriving uh, in the box is a big strength. I think from the bench, we might see Smith throw. I don't think we'll see him from the start unless they want to freshen things up with the lineup somewhat. Uh, Mark from Oz says, a sold-out 80K stadium for two matches in Sydney last time. Uh, Australia is against local teams. I flew over from Perth. Definitely money to be made here as well. I also think that there is the scope to play Premier League sides or European sides in Australia also. And I think that Mark is absolutely right in that regard. I think there is money to be made there. And certainly a, an improvement in the connection with fans out in other continents also. Uh, Art just says, I found myself a new pre-match spot for a few pints this season and I refuse to tell anyone where it is. Although I've seen Charles Watts drinking in there quite often. I think you may have given it away, Archie, you know. <laughs> uh, if Charles has mentioned this one before, uh, I will keep your secret. Uh, Boss says, to be realistic, how much do you think we could make by selling players if there were buyers out there in the summer? I think that it's impossible to know exactly, but I have my rough estimations. I actually did an article where I roughly estimated player values for the summer. I think you should be able to find it uh, on the Football.London website. If you got type in Tom Cantor, Football.London, player values for the summer player sales i think it'll probably come up um but i did like a an estimation a bit of a range for all of the eddie and ketia i was around like 25 to 35 uh, million pounds uh, sasuga says do you know why hugh is he's not been streaming lately no uh, i've not caught up with you in a, in a little while um but I, I wish him all the best i hope he's okay um i used to love doing the watch alongs with Hugh. that was a lot of fun before uh, my match days were taken up uh, with work but uh, i hope whatever he's doing um He's doing well because he's a great lad, is you. Uh, Angela says, uh, Australians uh, go to games when the Premier League teams are touring. The last time Liverpool came here, 90,000 filled out the Melbourne cricket ground as well. So there you go. Uh, I think there is money to be made. Um, Sean says, pints cost six ninety unless they have deals on for the first hour of the ground opening or cheap beers after games. They do have um, an offer. I'm sure Morgie tells us, doesn't he? I think if you're in the stadium a certain period of time before kickoff, pints are cheaper. Um, Sean says, if you're at the game today, it's buy one, get one free for beers for the first hour of the ground being open. Do you know exactly what time that is? I'm sure someone will do. So get in the ground early today, people. I said this before the Liverpool game. I know that my influence is not going <laughs> to affect like a massive, massive um, portion of supporters, but I think it has done for some. Oh, we did for the Liverpool game. Get there early. Beat the crowds. Beat the queues. We need people in that ground as soon as feasibly possible. And if you are in there at a certain point, I think within the first hour of the stadium being open, it's buy one, get one free. Chances it's 5.30 or 6 o'clock that the stadium opens. Get the information. I'm sure it is out there. Um, buy one, get one free on pints, and uh, which makes it cheaper than you know most places around London. If it's 6.90 a pint, that's like 3.50 a uh, for a pint on buy one get one free so yeah and and tim was saying on our uh, our live show which i think uh someone actually raised a second ago in the chat box let me see if i can find that comment yeah uh, zoom in uk says uh i need to adhere to tim Stillman's request from thursday and have four drinks before entering the emirates four drink minimum <laughs> is what tim wants and uh yeah just that that ability to 
some an effect of just you know whipping the crowd up a bit, getting that energy going as well. Uh, Vegas Gunner says, and thank you for the kind donation, mate. Uh, Tom, how did uh, Goyokarez leave England for such a low fee? Now Sporting are probably going to sell him back for four times that amount. He's definitely one to watch. He's my pick at the moment. If I was to pick a striker to sign, Victor Goyokarez is the one I'm having. Um, and I think that they sold him because he came for a championship team because not many other big sides wanted to take that risk. And they saw it was a risk. And sometimes you need to take a risk as a club and Sporting have. And it's, well, my goodness me, as it paid off. Brilliant, brilliant signing for Sporting. Uh, Heads is Arsenal going to slap up Newcastle. <laughs> Total domination, another big score. 3-0 scoreline will flatter them. I love the, the confidence. I'm worried about the arrogance. <laughs> I really am, especially after the Porto uh, result. Argy says, by the time the beers go back to full price, you would have had too many to care anyway. Come on, the boys. Get in there early. I know that I will be as well. As uh, Jean says, uh, the Porto players falling far too easy and the ref got fooled every time. What type of corners are the best to avoid this dark art from the opponent? What about the short ones? I think that Nicolas Jova is going to be devising some interesting and very secret and surprise set-piece tactics for the Emirates. I expect him to be, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, let's go to... Morgie says, Tom... Uh, the buy one, get one free beer scheme has been scrapped for now. It's now £4.20 a pint or £7-ish for a Camden Ale and a decent balti pie available up to one hour before kickoff. Okay, so it's not buy one, get one free. It's £4.20 a pint, um, which is still cheaper than most places that you'll go around the stadium anyway. And then £7 if you want a pint and a pie as well. Um, so that's that's what it costs. And, uh, it's a little bit more. And I have said this last time. The stadium price is the stadium prices because that's when you go to stadiums anywhere in the world, when you go to cinemas, when you go to places where you know the only place you can get a drink, the only place you can get food is from the 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 people that are hosting the event. It always raises the prices. You know, festivals, football grounds, cinemas. As I say, it's just the way of the world. But for Arsenal, I'm willing to pay a few more quid. For Arsenal, I hope others are willing to pay a few more quid. Yes, are they taking advantage of us? Probably. Um, but uh, if you can get into that ground, if you can help the atmosphere be a cauldron and beat the queues and help that stadium fill out well before kickoff, the club and the team, the players, most importantly, will appreciate it. Uh, Ashmael says, I think it would be a draw. We'll struggle to break them down as well. It's an interesting point from Ashmael, maybe more measured, uh, but they'll be more delighted if we get the result. Um, but Aaron says, no, it is buy one, get one free tonight. Maybe we need to get some clarity on this. Is it buy one, get one free? Uh, let me see if I can find something on Twitter about Arsenal Newcastle. Buy one, get one free. Because um, at the moment, there's nothing coming up. Uh, let me just see if I can get any information for you properly whilst looking at it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like I can. Um, some people think it's buy one, get one free. Others think it's not. Uh it looks like uh, <laughs> it looks like we can't get the official word on that at the moment. But I hope that there is something in place to uh, to uh, to sort that out. So there you go. Um, Alistair says four pound twenty is uh, it's cheaper than what it was at the TGT live event. Well, there you go. <laughs> As I said, pubs in London, it's expensive for a pint. It always has been. Um, Sean says Red Action posted about the. Oh, okay. Let's go to Red Action. Thank you, Sean, for that. We'll read out the statement from Red Action. That hopefully. Uh, why is it not coming up on my Twitter feed? There it is. Red Action Gooners. I thought I'd been, I thought I'd been uh, blocked for a second. Okay, so um, 
Buy a pint and get one on us. Enjoy a buy one, get one on us deal on beers for the first 60 minutes after the stadium opens. So there you go. Uh, I'll read you the full thread. Saturday Night Fever, we have unfinished business against Newcastle. We owe them for that result in November and last season's home fixture. Need the home crowd to be right on it. No disgrazia. This time, get involved. Give them hell. Howl for every decision. Put pressure on the ref. Make home advantage count. Put your phone down and get yourself involved. Don't give me any of that tourist fan BS. Come on, come on. I don't like that tourist point, though. Tourist fans. I hate it. They were going really well until they said that. That's a real shame. I'm actually not going to read the rest of their tweet. I think that's horrible. Um, when it comes to, though, what they are doing and uh, what the uh, the steam is doing, that the, the point about the, the bog-off deal is what is very, very important. And the, the, the club are doing more to uh, impress. The fact the club are doing more to um, encourage fans to get to the stadium is a very good thing. So I hope that they do. And I hope they continue to do that. And I hope that you can get to the ground as well. Thank you so much, guys and girls, for tuning in. I really appreciate your time, as always. Do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Get to the ground early. Get behind the team. Get your cheap pints. And uh, <laughs> stay safe, stay well, and respectful. And as always... Up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go. And you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your Mook delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.